This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Season 2, Episode 11 of the Golden V Podcast, looking at stuff to lead off with today in terms of news, um, but this one's going to take the cake actually because it's the Brian Burnham retirement from the BC Lions. Uh, sad day if you ask me, but you know I think it's always sad and fans feel bad when someone like Burnham leaves, but you also have to remember uh, all the good things that he did here, uh, his eight years as a BC Lion, uh, looking at some numbers here, five-time Western All-Star, three-time CFL All-Star, fourth in receiving yards in BC Lions Club history. Um, but yeah, he's hanging them up. Uh, I have to admit, after watching him a little bit this season, uh, remembering remembering his time on the injured list, um, I wondered about if he was going to um, maybe retire. Uh, you know, when he was on the injured list for a while and he came back and he was available for, for the playoff game against Calgary and then the game against Winnipeg. I just sort of wondered, I mean, the Lions are pretty well off this season, too, in terms of offensive weapons. If you look at James Butler at running back, if you look at receivers like Lucky Whitehead, uh, if you look at Jeevan Katoy, and I'm trying to remember who else, but those are some of the names that stick out right away. Uh, it's just that maybe Brian's time is done. Um, I think it's a really sad day. I think we're going to see and hear more about Brian and his retirement as things go along. And I'm wondering what the Lions will do for him uh, next season and what it holds for him if he stays with the team as, a, as, a, as some kind of a coach. Uh, you know, I hope he does. Uh, he means a lot to this franchise and a lot to the fans of this franchise. And so I wonder if he stays as a coach. Uh, I wonder if down the road or even in next season or who knows exactly when it will be, they'll do stuff like they'll honor him with some kind of a night at the game, retire his number 16, which, is, which I think should be retired, um, so yeah, I know it's a sad day, but it's nice to get a little BC Lions news. Uh, I wasn't expecting to really get any BC Lions news really at this time of year. I always try to look around for as much, uh, CFL news as I can get, but it's kind of at a, at a bit of a lull, um, just with things like, um, you know, I, I do stick to the BC Lions, but obviously the CFL is kind of, um, you know, not really shut down, but just with the, with the Grey Cup now over and all the playoff games over and the season over you're kind of moving on to other sports and there isn't a BC Lions training camp now until the end of May of next year, uh, 2023. So there's going to be a bit of a lull in the football department. So this is a nice piece of news to get uh, to spice that up. But uh, the other interesting piece of news, there's a lot of Canucks news this week. Uh, a lot of things coming down here, looking at some uh, accounts on Twitter from local uh, sports writers. Uh, Rob Williams at Rob the Hockey Guy. Today is the one-year anniversary, uh, meaning Monday, of the Canucks firing Jim Benning. That's an interesting one. Um, about Brock Besser and the possible trade rumors. Uh, Thatcher Demko getting put on the injured reserve list. I saw the first period of that Florida game last week on TV. I saw him go down with that apparent hamstring injury. Uh, Demko's out at least six weeks, so that means Spencer Martin gets elevated uh, to the starting position. And we saw Colin Delia last night in the game 
against uh, Montreal, where the Canucks were down four nothing in the uh, at, by the end of the first period. And from what it's sounding like after listening to a few podcasts, the Canucks outchanced Montreal in the first ten minutes, but then uh, gave up four goals. But then, you know, came back by the third period to tie it at four, and then went at seven six in overtime. Uh, it's kind of a strange team still. I you, you know I don't know if I have any confidence really in any of the team, uh, despite you know obviously yet again some good pieces, but. You know, are we lacking in overall structure? We know how bad they are defensively. I saw some of the defensive breakdowns on some of those goals last night, um, and it was pretty rough. And they, you know, they're coming off a game on Saturday where they beat Phoenix in overtime, um, and and the Phoenix Coyotes are a terrible team, and they started off this four-game home stand looking absolutely atrocious against Washington and Florida, uh, and so to beat. Phoenix, they should have, um, and to beat Montreal. Well, they probably should have done that too, but it uh, be interesting to see how this is going to play out uh, now as we move into de- into December, because after about Christmas and about halfway through the season, you sort of say, this is the kind of team you're going to have. This is the kind of team you're going to get. And so, you know, I don't know if I have a lot of uh, still really positive things to say about this team. I don't know how you could when they're so bad defensively. Um, and I don't have any, any stats that I can look at I can share on stuff like um, high-danger chances is a big one they always talk about with new metrics. Uh, the Canucks give up a lot of high-danger chances. In fact, they always have in the last few years, uh, even back to when Markstrom was here. But the thing is, goalies like Markstrom and, and Demko, and Demko's struggle this year, used to always bail them out. Uh, and you know now it seems like it's almost the defense's turn to bail their goalie out. And they, I don't know if they don't have the talent, if, if it's the structure they're taught. Um, you know, they've made some acquisitions this year, getting guys like Ethan Bear. Uh, controversial trade they made there to get rid of Jason Dickinson in the second round pick uh, to get Stillman from Chicago. But yeah, it, 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 this is a defensive team. When you think about some of the Jim Benning draft picks and about how a guy like Ole Levy picked fifth overall in 2016 as a defenseman, is basically a total bust. And I think, you know, if a guy like Ulevi was actually here playing, he, he doesn't have to be a phenomenal defenseman. But if he had a spot in the top four, uh, you know, I think that would at least hold his team in a bit better stead uh, than it is right now. But I'm going to move on to uh, some other news here, talking about the uh, about the Giants. Now, the Vancouver Giants, uh, Zach Ostapchuk has been uh, listed as part of the Canada's World uh, Junior Team uh, selection camp roster, and that goes from December 9th to December 12th in Moncton, New Brunswick. And I don't have the exact dates on the World Junior Tournament, but after a couple of chaotic years with the world, with the world juniors, you know, moving it out of a place like Russia, last year's being shut down and then played in the summer because of COVID, uh, it's nice to see that we're probably going to get a regular world junior tournament this year. Uh, I don't have much information on uh, Canada, but uh, we all know about Zach Ostapchuk being the second round pick, 39th overall by the Senators in the 2021 entry draft. Um, he did win a gold medal with the World Juniors this year in August, so it's nice to see him going back. Uh, but that's a p- really piece of pos- positive um, Giants news, and the Giants have listed some of their recent uh, entrants, including uh, Bowen Byram, who played for the Giants. Uh, Zach Ostapchuk is another one going a little farther back. Brandon Gallagher, now with Montreal, uh, looking down even a little farther. Vander Kane. And so, um, you know, it's, it's really good to see th- this kind of positive news uh, coming out about the Giants. Uh, just looking back at some of the Giants games uh, in recent memory, losing to Prince George Cougars 6-3. Um, looking down at some stats at this one. 
Uh, looks like it's pretty much all Prince George uh, back on December 3rd uh, playing uh, Kamloops. That uh, was the score in the Kamloops game there. Um, yeah, so it, it's, again, the Giants season like the NHL season is a long season, right? So sometimes you don't want to jump too quickly, but I wanted to lead uh, the Giants stuff with that really positive piece of news about Zach Ostapchuk. And I'd actually almost wondered if he was even going to come back to the Giants this year from Ottawa, uh, but but he did. So it's good to see that he's back on the world uh, junior roster. That's definitely... I would say, given where he at, where he is at in his career, uh, probably the last time he'll ever play there. Um, and I don't know if he's going to move on to Ottawa even this year after that. But um, yeah, that's the Giants news we got in. And so, uh, you know, just going to keep my eyes and ears on that. And one other Giants thing, too, um, I haven't focused this week as much on scores, but uh, Samuel Honzek has been named uh, Rookie of the Month for the Giants. Uh, and he's the WHL's uh, Rookie of the Month. And so he filled the November stat sheet, it says here from the press release, seven goals and 13 assists for 20 points in 10 games. Um, had, had, had recorded a point in nine of the 10 games during the month. He's only 18 years old. Um, I don't even actually know if he's been drafted by anybody. It doesn't look like it. But it's nice to see um, Hansa get uh, Rookie of the Month. Giants chose him 10th overall this year in the CHL import draft. Uh, he leads all Giants and all WHL rookies um, with 14 goals and 21 assists uh, in 24 games. And he's eligible to be selected in this year's entry draft uh, coming up in 2023. Moving on uh, now to the Whitecaps. Um, not a lot of Whitecaps news that I've been able to find. I'm going to keep searching around. But um, big things right now, obviously, is involvement of uh, Canadian players and, and players in the MLS on any World Cup teams. And so um, that's really the focus right right now for soccer. I know we reported some Whitecaps news in the past um, few weeks based on all the roster changes and player cutdowns that that they had. But uh, yeah, kind of quiet on the Whitecaps front. Um, looking at at the Canadians news here for the Vancouver Canadians. All I'm seeing uh, mainly these days is about ticket packs. Uh, good deal here though. The early bird special. Um, ends on December 16th. Purchase them at the uh, Nat Bailey box office. Uh, kind of a strange time to be at Nat Bailey Stadium, but, uh, you know, still looks great any time of year. That's one of the uh, classic, classic ballparks uh, anywhere in North America. Um, and so, you know, not, always nice to get out and visit the Nat, but, uh, you know, still four months until we get to the uh, baseball season. And for this week, I'm not going to do... A Vancouver Warriors breakdown of Game One, uh, where they lost to the Toronto Rock nineteen to eight. They just got absolutely destroyed, and I was doing some research on it, and so uh, it does not look good. But what's going to happen now with the Vancouver Warriors portions of our podcast is we're going to have my friend and guest Earl Thomas come on and talk about the NLL uh, and the Vancouver Warriors, Warriors lacrosse news. Uh, Earl and I met uh, through a business networking group called Connect and Collaborate. Earl himself is a big lacrosse fan, but more importantly, he's a broadcaster. He's worked in radio. Uh, he's got his own. He's got his own podcast called Voice Power, um, and Earl is going to join us on Thursday. And I'm going to turn that into a separate video stream uh, podcast that I'm going to run a separate episode. And we're going to talk about the Vancouver Warriors uh, season, breaking down Game One, and we're also going to look ahead. Hopefully we can, uh, to games two and three on the season, uh, both against 
the Calgary Roughnecks and Earl and I are going to be at the game on the uh, 16th of December when that's the Warriors home opener. Uh, they play the Roughnecks again, so it'd be interesting to see uh, where the Warriors are at that point. Hopefully they're not sitting at 0-2. But uh, we're going to wrap up the podcast for this week, and I'm going to run another special edition uh, on Thursday. You can check it out uh, live on our Facebook page too. I'll be doing uh, a Facebook live stream. And I'll just actually give you the Facebook address of the uh, of our uh, website here, uh, facebook.com, obviously, and it's forward slash Golden View Podcast. And um, we'll be streaming live from the Facebook page on Thursday, uh, December 8th at 2 p.m. Earl and I are going to be breaking down and starting to do hopefully what uh, Earl wants to commit or if I can get him to do weekly or a bi-weekly breakdown of the Warrior season. I'm going to take things in a bit of a different direction here uh, this year and offer some more, uh, expand the podcast, right? I'm going to do some cool uh, Facebook Lives and stuff like that where we're going to get a chance to look at the Warrior season. I'm going to wrap it up for today and I'll talk to you soon. This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.